0: Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate with a friend for their promotion, baby, wedding, life thingy. Celebrate your team winning a big game. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022, where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving your couch. Check out Drizzly, the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits right from your phone or computer and have it delivered right to your doorstep in under 60 minutes. Drizzly is the number one app for alcohol delivery. Download it from your app store or go to drizzly.com. That's D R I Z L Y. Plus, Drizzly is currently giving every new customer $5 off their first order. Just use promo code FAST5 at checkout. So keep on keeping that couch warm by downloading the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. Use promo code FAST5 for $5 off your first order.
1: Fresh groceries are Kroger's thing. That's why they do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from farms to Kroger stores and pick and pack every blue, razz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because they believe in treating your food the same way they'd want theirs to be treated. It's kind of like the golden rule, only for like fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. They're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
0: Today on the ZabeCast, the commanders get their man. Carson Wentz. Wow. That's all I gotta say to that. Wow. And it's not a good wow. Also, Aaron Nagler joins us from Cheesehead TV to talk about the Aaron Rodgers contract extension. He was not in favor of it. He thought it was time to move on, but I'll ask him if he's happy and uh, his thoughts about it going forward. All that plus a little bit more today, so let's go ahead and settle in and get after it. Day three here in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's Parents Week. I got to see uh, my aunts and uncles today. My uh, Uncle Mike, big baseball fan, uh, turned 81, had a bike ride today uh, and uh, with a bunch of other uh, friends and people of the same age. Very active, late 70s, early 80s uh, people. It's a wonderful thing. They live a very blessed life. Uh, my Uncle Tom is crazy. He goes everywhere. I talked to him about Burning Man last night. Yes, my 80, 79, 80, 81-year-old uncle. Tom goes to Burning Man pretty much every year. And it's, it's a hoot hearing him talk about it. But uh, after we uh, had lunch following my Uncle Mike's birth, uh, birthday bike ride, uh, my wife and daughter and I went to the, uh, the MIM, they call it here. It's the Musical Instrument Museum, I want to say. Uh, and it's really, it's a tremendous museum. It's got tons and tons and tons of genuine vintage if not ancient musical instruments from all over the world categorized mostly by country but also towards the end of the tour we took um, there was a lot of uh, sort of exhibits that were not by country but by category like here was an exhibit on you know the 1950s recording studios and the technology they used and some of the actual equipment there so it was very cool. I spent way too much time Uh, Looking at a lot of the very same type of bongos and uh, guitars or guitar facsimiles from Africa. And I was like looking at, you know, Zimbabwe. And then I'm looking at, uh, you know, Uganda. And then I'm looking here at South Africa. And they're like, okay, you got the same, you got the same, you got the same. I should have gone straight to the more modern stuff. So if you go to the museum, start with the more modern stuff in the United States, Canada, and then work your way backward. Not that there aren't fascinating and incredible, you know, equipment. And what am I looking for? Instruments? Yeah. Instruments of all kinds. Weird-ass instruments as well. Uh, But start at the end and go backwards. Okay. Today, the uh, commanders acquired Carson Wentz from Indianapolis for a a pair of third-round picks. One of those could float up to being a second-round pick. If he hits certain performance numbers and they are going to absorb his entire $28 million cap hit salary. Carson Wentz has missed time in, I believe five of the last six seasons. He had a pretty good statistical year last year, 27 over six, I think, or 26 over nine, something like that. But he choked in the final game of the season at Jacksonville when all they had to do was beat them and get in. And he was terrible. That one game alone, I'm sure, convinced the Colts that they weren't already convinced, look, we can't go with this guy. And that's shocking because Frank Reich loved the guy. And Frank Reich thought, I can coach the guy. And there's reports that, well, maybe he's not the most coachable guy out there. The one saving grace to the acquisition and the one thing that Commander fans are consoling themselves in is that, well, if it doesn't work out this year, they can cut him next year and they don't have to pay him anything else. And I thought, well, if that's the selling point to acquiring a guy, (laughs) is that really the best argument you can make? So, it's a terrible signing. It screams of hey, we're trying to maybe win or gain a wild card. But the thing is, beggars can't be choosers. And I think what the commanders realized and Ron Rivera realized, and I know that he had a mandate from his owner, Daniel M. Snyder, to go get a quarterback. Get a quarterback somebody has heard of. Not some scrub, but a guy who started last year for somebody else. You Go get him. I'm sure that's what Snyder said, because Snyder can't sell tickets. And all that Dan Snyder knows is bullshit marketing sizzle. He doesn't know football. So I think what Rivera realized was, okay, we could be in the running for free agent guys like Jameis Winston or like Mitch Trubisky. And we could lose in those derbies as well, because nobody will want to come here. We won't be able to beat anybody out on price, on draft pick compensation, if you decide to trade with somebody. The only way you're going to get a named quarterback that somebody can say, well, he was a starter last year and had pretty good stats, is to get the one guy nobody in their right mind would want, and he can't say no because he doesn't have a no-trade clause. And that guy was Carson Wentz. That's the most logical explanation. I think the football people, Rivera and company and the Martys, They know he stinks. They know this is not even a bridge quarterback. He may not even play more than eight games next year. Hell, with the reputation FedEx Field has of injuring quarterbacks for an already oft-injured guy, where is this thing going, really? Worse yet is that it eats up, you know, $28 of their $33 million of cap space. So now they're going to have to scramble. They're pretty much not going to be able to sign anybody else, which may be a blessing. But just to get their rookies under the number, to re-sign one or two of their guys that are a free agent, um, it's, it's bad. It is bad. There is a lot of commander fans who are saying, what did we do to, de- to, to deserve this? But this is the state of the league right now. Teams are panicked. we got to have a quarterback, any quarterback. We can't go with an unknown entity. Nobody in the NFL wants to just flat out tank for a couple of years like they'll do in baseball because there's no guarantee that two years of tanking will get you the quarterback that can actually help you win games and be a true contender. And they say this draft class is very weak, so we'll see. Maybe they'll be wrong. Maybe the experts, the pundits will be wrong, and this draft class will have a couple gems in it, but it's dark out there. But the commanders got their man, Commander Carson. Gee, do you think they're going to market the shit out of that? Yeah, I do too.
2: Who's actually a Packers fan, and who is like just hanging out because twelve? Yeah. Is there. Well, we're gonna
0: we're gonna find that out, aren't we? In in due we time. Um, that said, who gets the gold stars? Who gets the helmet stickers? For the Packers getting this done and keeping Rodgers, assuming that's what you want, and
2: you're happy about it. Uh, who gets the right. gold
0: stars? Goody, number one?
2: You have to thank Goody, right? If for no other reason than if you go back to last offseason and the whole impetus for this thing and the dropping of the tweet by Schefter on draft day, uh, you got to think that's a year removed from drafting Jordan Love. The way that everything came out in regards, and I know Rodgers has dismissed some of this, but i've seen the texts that compare you know uh Gutekunst to jerry krauss oh, like, talking about how he blew like, up a uh, the guy who blew up a dynasty and obviously the packers aren't a dynasty but um that tore apart a talented team right true. that is very real and that was very visceral for Rodgers, clearly so to get to the point a year later where throughout this last season you know uh aaron's been maybe not effusive but he's been he hasn't been shy about praising the job Gutekunst has done right. and being more involved in whatever process behind closed doors, spoke about it a number of times throughout the season, spoke about it the week he won the MVP. They're in a good spot, a much better spot, a much healthier spot because that I think Brian and Aaron both decided, OK, we should talk. and We should hang out. You know, we should definitely communicate better. And that's you know, that was no foregone conclusion. Brian yeah. could have very easily have said, "You know what? Great, you don't understand what the fuck it is. I do. Screw you. We're trading oh, you at right. the end of this year, regardless, right?" Um, but they seem to have very much yeah. mended whatever rift was there. So you got to give one to Brian. Goldstein how do you?
0: Was. How do you think it might have been different if the Packers had a singular billionaire owner, owner, two hundred right. foot mega yacht? Would it have been an easier? <laughs> negotiation, or could the strong-willed personalities of Rogers and the owner caused it to blow up?
2: Well, you don't have to look much further than New England, right, as far as a deteriorating relationship, although I think Kraft always loved and still loves Brady. Right. Clearly, there clear there's all the machinations underneath them. Uh, Seth Wickersham's book is pretty fascinating in that regard. Right. Um, yeah, I think the potential is there, right, for it to have been very different as far as just the entirety of Roger's career in the sense of how they would have been in free agency, how they would, the owner maybe have directed Jerry Jones esque, like, let's go get every name and let's build up this offense and give Aaron whatever he wants. That is every possibility, no doubt about it. But I would say I'm glad as a Packers fan that there isn't an owner. Oh no, it's, it's, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're a Washington guy. I mean, Dan, Dan Snyder, I, uh, yeah. Libian, you know, I,
0: I Dan Snyder one-on-one. I know everything about him and <laughs> it's worse. Everything you've heard is worse than you can imagine. Um, exactly. that said, I think I saw a tweet from you that said, uh, Packer fans, you're special. Uh, you, you, your, your birthright is the Lombardi. That was
2: a, that was a retweet from justice Mosqueda, but he, I think he's a bit tongue in cheek there, but it's somewhat true. Like all I could think of when he tweeted that out was that clip of Mike Holmgren after they won the Super Bowl in 96 when he's in the locker room with the Lombardi trophy. And he says, as much as this means to every other team, it means more to you. You play in Green Bay. This trophy is named after a Packers coach. This is coming home. Like that's the feeling. And I think Packers fans connect with that. I think, you know? I think it's like the tweet was you're special, you
0: are chosen.
1: The You're Lamar chosen, your right. Right. Never apologize. Never
0: apologize.
2: <laughs> I'm right there with you. That's, I don't. That's What's great is right in this there, modern but... media landscape, though it's like everyone comes after you because oh, the Packers can't win a Super Bowl, or you know, blah blah. blah. They haven't won a Super Bowl since 2010. Two quarter, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, only two Super Bowls. Only Let me tell you two. something. Right, right. Let me tell you something. As a man, as you know. Growing up you got to experience the glory years in Washington when the hogs were around and they were winning Super Bowls. But now you're on the play. You are at the place as a Washington fan where I was growing up. Like destitute. Yeah. The, the middle of nowhere. No, you were Siberia, misery. right? The a- fact absolute. that That's the why- Packers have won a singular Super Bowl in my lifetime will never get like less crazy. Like the idea that Growing up, I thought the Packers were gonna fold. I thought they were gonna move. I thought there was no chance they were sticking around. Cliff Crystal has written about this on the Packers, on Packers.com, the official team website. He has written how dark and bad those days were. What what years leading up to? Like 70, like essentially like 73 through 93. As, like right before he, Ron the, Wolf comes to test. All the way through the 80s, there was a thought of why do we still have this team? There? It got so bad. And what was so hard as a Packers fan back then was not only did they suck because they sucked, right? They were fun to watch on offense and they could score points. As you know, uh, Packers, uh, one of the greatest games ever in NFL history is the Packers in Washington on Monday night. Yep. One of the highest-scoring games. If not, I think it's still the highest-scoring game ever. 48-47, I think. Lynn Dickey and Joe Thisman going at it, like yep. back and forth, scoring points. Uh this, So they were fun to watch, but, God, they couldn't stop anybody. They couldn't run the balls save their life. Like, they sucked. And on top of that, then you had – all sorts of off the field stuff. And then like the, the mossy Cade stuff happened. And then Forrest Gregg got hired and they became a bunch of thugs and they were awful to watch. And they, not only did they suck, but they were just bad dudes. Like the Charles Martin thing and throwing. Oh yeah. Like you know, on the ground after the interception, just, it was just hard. It was just hard to be a Packers fan back then. And it got bad, man. It got to the point where there was legitimate thought that they could fold. And that the NFL thought, you know, maybe the Packers have reached the end of the line. Right. Maybe this idea of this small town team that is clearly smaller market than anything else on earth when it comes to professional sports, especially in America, yeah. this is not going to work. Maybe it's outlived its day. Right. And then Ron Wolf comes and he hires so, Holmgren. Yeah. He, tra- he, he Bang drafts Bang or he trades for Brett. Gets Reggie in free agency, and they're off and running. And we've still, we are still to this day. Reaping those rewards from yeah, that absolutely. crop, you that's know, that's incredible.
0: Here's how different the league is from when I was growing up, and the Redskins won three Super Bowls mm-hmm. in the span of my adolescence. Basically, they right. won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, and that's crazy. None, and none of the three quarterbacks are remotely close to being Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Hall of Famers at all, right? They were so like- that. That is is a league that doesn't exist anymore. The league as it currently stands is such that, like, you know, in Game of Thrones, the night is dark and full of terrors. If you (laughs) have a quarterback,
2: the night is dark and
0: full of terrors. You are as terrified as you can possibly be. Although I will
2: say, I will say, I will say, I will say, the Rams have got to give, maybe not hope, but the idea that you don't need the surefire hall of fame. Like, I understand all the talk. You need a talented quarterback. You need a a a talented quarterback. There's no question about that. But you don't have to look, you know, further than this year for Matt Stafford making some of the dumbest decisions in the history of quarterbacking, like, in a year where his team won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, he's got the arm. He's got the gift. He's amazing. And I love him. And I do think he's underrated, or probably not now, because he's led a team to a Super Bowl. But coming into this year you know I always thought like yeah he's got all sorts of talent clearly he's in Detroit that's got its own issues but man his decision making sometimes like he yeah. legit went full Stafford in like three or four games in a row this year well like, and either playoffs, tossing it up he threw like, a pick. throwing it out of the end zone yeah, yeah the, in the you he know had pick, it's he had a
0: pick that should have been that was dropped by whiskey yep. tart that probably ends their run That doesn't
2: result in them getting into a Super Bowl. A perfect example. Exactly, but But the narrative it completely changed. Yeah, as I like to say, there is the
0: fallacy of sporting virtue, and that is when (laughs) your team wins, it cannot nags. It must not be the product of the inevitable vagaries of sports—a mixture of luck, timing, a few calls. It must be because you were stronger, smarter. Your greatness. Yes, as front office advisor more diligent than others. And the flip side of the fallacy of sporting virtue is the notion of sporting sin. If you fail, it's not because those things worked against you. It's because there's a problem that you Mm. must fix. That
2: must be fixed. Right. Right. Well, look at the Rams. The Rams are such a great example of that in the sense of remember that stretch in the middle of the season where they were just bad. They were just bad. Like they came into the, they limped into their bye week, and people thought, oh, they traded for OBJ. We'll see, blah blah blah. And then they come out of their bye week and they get their ass kicked by the Packers in Lambeau, which, by the way, uh, I'm never ever 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 gonna let that go. The <laughs> Packers beat Super Bowl champions this year. That's all. Like, put us in the NFC Championship game, out, but they beat them again. But, right. um, yeah, it's like they were so hard to watch for about a month, right? and yet you get to a point where it's like okay it's not about like we have to make drastic changes obviously OBJ coming on board does make a difference but it's not like they changed systems or they changed coordinators or made some you know switch at quarterback or whatever they kept doing what they're doing Sean kept coaching and they kept taking it and mm-hmm. they figured it out and they fi- they got they righted the ship it's not like as you're saying it's not because like they had this lightning bolt moment of, oh, we've got to change everything. No. Yeah. Like, you've got a lot of talent. You just have to gel. You just have to keep working at it. Before but, of can, course, that yeah. doesn't play
0: no. headline-wise, tweet-wise, no, it doesn't, like whatever.
2: You know what I mean? Sports
0: Radio can't exist by saying, well, they got lucky because then your show's <laughs> over and it took one minute. right not yeah. <laughs> um But here's True. the thing. So True. before before I dialed you up today... I talked about the commander's acquisition of Carson Wentz. By the way, do you know that their odds to win the Super Bowl went from 60 to 1 to 75 to 1?
2: I was just going to ask. Did it go down?
0: They went down. (laughs) They went down. So great. That's so great. It makes perfect sense as I thought about it. I said, okay, if you're an odds maker, you say, well, they're a long shot, but we don't know who they could get at quarterback. They and then might once get somebody they a quarterback to Carson Wentz. They go, Oh, they're committed to him. He's bad. So uh, we got to move him out a bit.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, because that's true, though, right? Because you're Wait, thinking, they Who knows pulled, what happens like, in the draft? They Who knows? Derek
0: Carr, right? Let's say they pull a Derek Carr in a week. Right. Now the odds might
2: tick up a little bit. Or even just forget Derek Carr, but like just whoever they might get in the draft. And they catch right. lightning in a bottle and they go on a run. Like, you never know. But Carson Wentz. You kind of know. That, you kind of like, have an idea a, of where like, that's. They are like,
0: "That guy so will not let us put the ball for whatever virtue." And here's the thing: have. what's yeah. so
2: crazy is like he's like you talk about a coach killer. I mean, you, the ultimate coach killer in the sense of everyone's thinking in the in the league anyway. As far as like why teams keep trading for him, it's clearly why the Colts did, clearly what the Commanders have. It's like you keep thinking about right before he got injured right. in Philly that yeah. year. He was an MVP. Like yeah. he was amazing. He was amazing. His was. tape from those, like I think, it was like six, eight weeks, absolutely incredible. Some of the best stuff you will see at the position. But that's like light like, again, lighting in a bottle. And ever since then, it's been horrible. Yeah.
0: Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh no, 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 no
1: Fresh groceries are Kroger's thing. That's why they do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from farms to Kroger stores and pick and pack every blue, razz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because they believe in treating your food the same way they'd want theirs to be treated. It's kind of like the golden rule, only for like fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. They're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. So anyway,
0: bad. so so the Coach commanders now, judging by my Twitter and texting my buddies, have a right. quarterback that the fan base actively hates. <laughs> and I was going to list off the teams wow. that either secretly or actively hate their own quarterback, starting <laughs> with the Vikings. Oh, wait, you mean the fan
2: bases, right? Fan okay,
0: And possibly some players on the team. May- I was gonna so- say
2: maybe some people in the franchise, right? Yeah, no,
0: seriously. Like, so there's some yeah. like, the fans hate him, and that, and some people <laughs> in the building down low hate him. I'd say Amazing. Vikings right. with cousins. I would say oh.
2: the Lions with Jared But Roll. do they the two Vikings fans hate cousins? I don't know, man. My Twitter feed would suggest otherwise. Like I don't know. They all man. think it- he's I think I- there's a split. Okay. I think there's a split. All right, how about the Lions? But yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Lions hear with you. Jared Goff. Oh yeah. Uh, the Giants with Daniel Jones. Oh yeah. I mean, they're talking about bringing in Trubisky to compete for the starting job. <laughs> the Panthers the with Giants Sam are. Darnold. No question. Okay. Uh, the
0: Steelers will soon hate Dwayne Haskins if he gets the job. Whoever
2: whoever ascends <laughs> to that starting role. Well, let's but, they draft someone. I, I so. think
0: half the league has quarterbacks that their fan base either hates or they're really not. Would you, up.
2: let me ask you this. Would you throw um, Tannehill in that mix?
0: Tannehill is going to get
2: to that status quick because of how bad he choked in the playoffs. That's but, my thing, man. That's I you can't, I don't know. Although hell Aaron Rodgers keeps choking in the playoffs and Packers fans seem to love him. So whatever, <laughs> And this for a man who's just throwing it out there. I'm just telling you what I see. Like, I don't know. I'm
0: happy and I'm moving on. So there you go. <laughs> what is the what is the one thing if you could change about Rodgers on the field, and the one thing you could change about him off the field that would make you like him even more? Because I know you. like
2: him. <laughs> Come Look on. The way you framed that is so good. Because yes. all I can think about is Josh on air a couple weeks ago. When I was talking about Rogers and Josh goes, you hate him. You hate him. You hate him so <laughs> much. I'm like, I don't hate him. I love Aaron. That's the thing. Right. Um. What can so, I change? one thing on the, field. on the field. One thing on the field. On the field, I would I would have him run whatever the fuck is called by Matt. I'm sorry, I, I don't know if I can swear on here, but yeah, like, sure. yeah. I whatever Matt calls, just run it, dude. Just okay. run it. stop. Stop trying to get so perfect. Stop trying. Stop trying to get into the perfect call. Just right. run it. And see what happens. Who knows?
0: Happens. Okay, um, like off the field, him, uh, on the field, Nags. I'd like to see him throw about ten to eleven t- uh, interceptions a year. I wanted him to dial up
2: the risk. Okay, Bob McGinn. I hear you. I hear you. And McGinn right. feels the same thing. Okay, McGinn what? had wrote a thing about it um, uh, for for Ty's site right. a couple of weeks ago, but talking about how Rogers um, careful or considered or whatever. Phrase he used play is hurting the Packers in the playoffs, and then PFF. I will say, shout out to PFF. They did a deep, deep dive, yeah, kind of follow up to see if like the numbers bore it out, and the numbers kind of bear it out. Yeah, so, they do. I think that I think, I that, I I think Rogers'
0: it. exceptionally low interception total these last X number of years, or pretty much his whole career, right? His it's sort of like Tom Brady's avocado ice cream. It's like, <laughs> whoa. I know you're dedicated to your craft, but that's right. a bit overkill. So that's a bit much. That's one. But thing here's the. Difficult. This is what
2: I always say about that. This is what I always say about that. It's been my thing for ten years, right? I get it. I feel it, and God knows I feel it during the game, right? Like throw the ball when he takes a sack, or no one's open, and whatever. I totally viscerally feel it, but at the same time, intellectually, if you think about it, it's It is what makes him great. The reason they've won so many games with Rodgers at quarterback, turnovers are the a number one indicator of wins and losses. Like they are, like the cause and effect is undeniable. I get it. I just don't. We can't even judge. So it's you know. So this point, like, like, but it's also who he is, and so I I can't ask this all time great, the great one of the most talented quarterbacks ever to step on a football field to change his very nature. I can't do it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like so I get it. I totally to, understand it. But I do but believe quarterbacks should be able to evolve their game. No question. Best. No doubt. Manning did. Or if they the can be piece of PFF with. did broke that exact thing down like how yeah. Manning changed his game. Like I'm I'm with you. Oh, they did. Uh, right? but they talked about Peyton Manning changes. I'm telling I'm telling you. They do okay. I'm when they did a deep dive. They did a deep dive. Deep dive. Yeah. I'm. I'm highly recommended this piece. Um, right. But yeah, uh, but off no, field, I. I can't. I field, can't. Here's what little. I do. Off, right off the field, here's what I do. I would
0: say stop trying to set people up to dunk on them, especially the media. It's just yeah. not going to win you any points.
2: Yeah, I will. Uh... <sighs> I have to carefully consider this. Because <laughs> I have I have lots of opinions here Jose. Um, Yeah, no, okay I'm with you a billion percent I do think I mean, my thing has always been You know me I, we, we joke about this on your show On the radio I don't give a crap what he does off the field I don't, I don't care who he's dating I don't know who he's engaged right. to I don't care what he thinks about vaccinations I don't, I don't right. care Right. I care about what he does on the field, right? But as someone who has a press pass, who does get to ask questions, who does interact with the guy, whether it's in the locker room or via Zoom, whatever, and then on occasion, we talk on Twitter, we message, whatever, blah, 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 and then he has interacted with me on Twitter, etc. All, all of that encapsulates the idea of very much agreeing with what you're saying in the sense of... Like his pushback yesterday on the reports of his contract and his taking exception to people saying that he had signed a deal when literally, as far as I can tell, and anyone who's listening to this is more than welcome to send me whatever link where this happened, but I did not see a single human, not one reporter say that the deal was signed. Right, I saw a lot agreed. of people saying he had
0: the terms had been agreed not to, signed,
2: which is nothing perfect, had been signed. Now, one human weekend, on the earth
0: to to vaccinated versus
2: unvaccinated. I that's what I'm saying, and so I just don't understand. And to me, I, I think it goes back to he wanted Pat, his buddy, to get the shine, right. Well,
0: how could the he? problem not was, get that, that Pat happened. put
2: it out there, and then five minutes later, Ian had the had the terms, and everyone ran with the tweet with the terms. Right. Yeah. So Aaron was trying to push back on that, and I get it, man. You want your boy to get it. I understand all that, but I don't. I don't, I don't know, know how. I just don't understand why he gives a crap. I you know,
0: know. I don't know how Rogers could have botched giving giving it to McAfee on a platter an hour before. Him. Right. Like that's been least right
2: easy thing to do. The but fact so. that it was, and here's the other thing: it'd be very easy because Ian's got. I mean, no one's perfect, right? Oh, well, Ian's, Ian's, Ian's got stuff Ian's wrong before, stuff right now, yeah. But <laughs> if you go back to last summer, who broke the news that Aaron was returning to camp? Ian Rappaport. So clearly, Ian's got an in somewhere.
0: I think. I think it's the cleaning service that Aaron uses <laughs> at his house. Exactly.
2: Precisely. hundred percent. Oh, Green Bay but country. you, you joke, but you, you want to run it back to a couple months ago when Brady retired. Right. And Schefter put it out there early and everyone tried to dunk on Schefter because it was like, Oh, this is true. And then it turned out to be true. And how did Brady do it via social media? Because he had this whole laid out plan, all yeah. these words flowery. Oh, and then you didn't mention the Patriots, whatever. But do you think uh maybe someone connected to Brady's social media company or group probably got that to Schefter? I mean, that's yeah. like this isn't difficult, right? Yeah. So, like, I understand Aaron's reticence to let anything out before it was absolutely necessary. Right. So he gave it to he clearly agreed to whatever, texted Pat probably, and then whoever he agreed with, someone in that circle, whether it's David Dunn, whether it's his marketing guy, whether it's some of the Packers, gave it to you. Yeah,
0: well, so you know NFL, NFL reporting—it's like the, the Jawas on Tatooine. You don't see <laughs> it until all the little eyes come out from yep. the rock face. Did, I get, B- 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 right? did, I, did I get that reference right,
2: Meg? That's perfect. You 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 nailed it, Zay. You, you're not you're you're not a hardcore Star Wars guy, but no. you got that one. You <laughs> got that one right. All
0: right, all right. Exit question: You, sir, made a dog bet. With your daughters. Can I
2: tell you something? Uh, Wait, before you go any further, can I tell you something? A buddy of mine, a good friend of mine, who I met down in North Carolina, was at school there, known him for now twenty, close to 25 years. He legit texted me this morning to tell me, why Zabe is on the radio talking about your daughter and your dog? I was like, <laughs> that's my guy. That's my guy. So I love that this has become a thing. Oh, like, yeah.
0: It's both It's both sweet and stupid at the same time.
2: You, this is my life. You, you just encapsulated it. You
0: as a, as a New Yorker who doesn't really have the time or convenience for a nope. dog and don't nope. really want one from what I gather, Which is why for a decade plus, I have told my daughter, we're not getting a dog. Yeah. And, and yet you said if Rodgers is on the team next year, you'll get him a dog. Now – I believe the bet was if he's on the roster for opening
2: day. Uh, well, the bet, the, the, there's no, wasn't no a bet. It was the, the thing I said was if, if he is the starting quarterback week one of the 2022 season, I will get a dog. Now, clearly he's indicated he's coming back. They have some time to go. Who knows? But I, it's clear that he the is the plan going forward. Week? So now, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. They've already, are you kidding me? They've already put together a Google spreadsheet with like all the links to all the shelters in the New York area of all the dogs they're interested in. So that process will begin this weekend. Um, I'm very excited. This is true. I'm not exactly timeline. Timeline
0: to get the dog done.
2: There's no timeline. There's a, the draft, week
0: one. Week, week one. You know
2: what they say, nags? The dog What's will that? choose you. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. I also hear a lot. There's no relationship more special than the dog and the the father that didn't want it. <laughs> like, really? So we'll see. Uh, the we'll,
0: disapproving we, dad. We'll, so we'll like,
2: see. We'll see. Okay. But this is true that I'm not exaggerating. I picked up Olive from school because Olive has been the driver of this. Like she has been begging for a dog for years. It had been an uh, ongoing, like a running joke on my live streams. Get Olive a dog. Like this has been right. a thing. And it was always assumed that this was never going to happen. So now it's happened. Now it's going to happen. She legit, as she got in the car today, and I'm not joking. This is no exaggeration. This is verbatim. She gets in the car and goes, karma's a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> this is what you get for not getting me a dog. Yeah, but here's the here's the twist. The She's fun. 14,
0: Zabe. I know. shouldn't be talking here's, to her father that way. Here's the final twist in the saga. So they okay. find a dog who just melts into their arms at a shelter. Mm. That's the Great. one you, you're ready to bring it home, and that's when you say, "But, uh-uh, girls, Daddy gets to name it, and you name it Jordan." <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's well, funny? You're close because I have stated, there are so many stipulations here, but yes, one of them is, I get to name it the thing. Like there's zero question about it, okay, I am choosing the name. So but Jordan is a good contender. I like it. I was gonna say somebody must have suggested,
0: yeah, Nags will get his daughters a dog because he lost the Aaron Rodgers bet, but he'll name it Jordan
2: Jordan. to rub it in their face. and then watch like Jordan gets traded draft weekend, and then I've got the 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 quarterback of the Seahawks is named (laughs) my my dog.
0: Name your dog Chester if it's a boy for Chester Markle, one of the legendary Legendary. packages of all
2: time. Legendary Chester legendary. No question. Any other
0: names come to mind?
2: Uh, Johnny Blood. Johnny Blood is in the running. I like Johnny Blood. Okay. Name Johnny Blood. Johnny Blood. That's probably my favorite, but we'll see. Uh,
0: Nags, for people that don't know, cheeseheadtv.com is your site. You and uh, Corey Bank, you do a phenomenal job, and it's exactly what you think. It's all Packer stuff, 24-7, 365. You'll be glad to know there's a friend of mine, a, a business associate who runs a golf store in the D.C. area, lifelong Redskins slash football team fan who said, that's it. I can't take it. And he has chosen the Packers, not because of me, not because of me, but because he was lucky enough to go to Lambeau a couple times. And he said there it felt go. light. He said he felt it was far enough away. He wasn't going to go in division. So the, the carry the G nation has picked up one more. I guy. like it.
2: I right. like it. That's it. And I love that Lambeau did it because it is kind of magical. You and I took in a Bears game. I love it. Just this past season. Uh, not, and it's it won't tough. be the last one either. So there no, Many more to come. Absolutely. Oh, next. Thanks, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Okay.
0: Awesome, dude. Thank
2: you, bud. That was dope. Thanks all for right, having see me, Zay. Talk to you later.
0: Good luck with the all. Bye. See ya.
2: <laughs> Thanks. All right. That
0: is a wrap for today. Thank you to Nags for joining me. Thank you for listening. Apologies for the less than stellar audio and production value this week. We'll do better next week, I promise. Tomorrow, Scott and Solly will join me via Zoom. We'll have a crisp, chop it up for our subscribers only on our Friday edition of the Zabecast. And I thank everybody who is indeed a subscriber. Thanks for listening. Have a great Thursday. And we will see you next time.
1: At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding our produce to a higher standard. That's why we do up to a 27-point inspection on our produce. Like for citrus, we check for things like scarring and sunburn. Yep, oranges can sunburn. And we'll make sure you never see it. In fact, we only allow the best oranges, lemons, and grapefruits to reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we believe the juice is worth the squeeze. Kroger, fresh for everyone.